My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... And we just watched Fear Street 1994, the first in the trilogy of films based off the R.L. Stein books. I don't know if this is going to stay a trilogy or what the fucking plan is, but as of now, this is a trilogy. You ever read Fear Street? No. I was more of a Goosebumps kid. Yeah, I read Goosebumps. I've told you, I might have even said it on the podcast. I used to tell my grandmother I had to read books for school. Mm-hmm. and um, she had to sign a note, like write a little note saying that I read them and what I struggled with, which was all bullshit. She didn't have to do any of that stuff. I was just too like shy to ask her if I could read to her. Aww. So I feel like I've said that on the podcast before. So I've cute. definitely at least told you that. That's so cute. And she would have totally said yeah if I'd have just asked her. She's the nicest lady ever. There is a partial reason why... I was nervous to ask. A, because that's just in my nature. I don't like to ask people for anything at all. Mm-hmm. Help. You don't want to bug anyone. I don't want to bother anyone at all. Except me. You want to bug the shit out of me. But I never played that game with my parents at all. We were going to the Bloomsburg Fair one time, and I was reading one of the Goosebumps books in the backseat of our Monte Carlo. Okay? Mm-hmm. I was reading, like, out loud-ish, but I wasn't reading to anyone. Mm-hmm. Not directly, at least. Well, I got to the word aunt, and I pronounced it aunt, because I'd never seen the word aunt written, mm-hmm. so I said aunt. My dad laughed and laughed and laughed and, like, picked on me for, like, three minutes about it. And you still remember it? It's, it's one like, of those core memories? It is a core memory that this fucking movie unlocked. That's probably another reason why I don't want to ask anybody for anything. We all have those weird memories. Like the time that you said the one thing wrong or the one thing weird and you cringe so hard inside and outside and it just still eats you up like mm-hmm. years and years later. That That's one of yours that sucks. Mine are mostly when people wronged me. I will never forget that you wronged me. Like the dandelions? You caught me real deep. <laughs> I think we should just move on to the cast. Okay. Maya Hawk stars as Heather, or at least you would think she stars as Heather. She did not star. She was there for like 10 minutes. She is, of course, most well-known for her portrayal of Robin in Stranger Things. She was also in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I didn't even realize. Kiana Madera plays Dina. She hasn't really been anything else in anything else that I've seen, so she's definitely not been in anything you've seen. And lastly, 
I didn't I don't want to go crazy with the cast because it's like a young cast that hasn't been in a lot. So there's not much to really talk about. Uh, Julia Raywald is Kate. I just kind of took the couple first couple from Google. Mm -hmm. She has been in these three films, one short film and one other film that I know absolutely nothing about. So not much to talk about with the cast. So let's get into the movie. We start out at a bookstore in the mall. Perfect, because these are based on books. I guess they're based on books. I haven't read any of them, you fucking nerds. So don't come at me like, oh, this wasn't anything like the book. I, I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. So are the Fear Street books, are they like spinoff of Goosebumps or just I think, similar to Goosebumps? I think they are R.L. Stein books for teenagers, whereas Goosebumps are geared for, more like, towards kids. kids. Yeah. I don't think R.L. Stein gets nearly the appreciation he deserves for like the amount of people he's exposed to the horror genre in general. Like, you know, Stephen King and shit because of his horror books. Mm-hmm. Thousands and thousands and thousands children. of children's mm-hmm. introduction to horror movies is R.L. Stein's Goosebumps books. It wasn't my introduction to horror, but I read the fuck out of those books. Yeah, Every scholastic... Um, toilet papery pamphlet that we got. I got a Goosebumps book out of every book fair that I went to. I got a Goosebumps book. Guess what? I always got uh, the Babysitters Club. I did get Babysitters Club books, but that's not what I would get at the book fair. What? I always would get the color things, the one, the velvety things come with the markers. Oh, <laughs> you get a fucking toy. <laughs> no, it's not. It's art. Okay. Art. You would purchase art at the book fair. Um, Heather loves the books and she hates the customer. She gives one of them the middle finger. The mall is closing and we get closer by Nine Inch Nails. I wanna fuck you like an animal. That song? Mm -hmm. That's what's playing. Poor Heather is working late as evidenced by the phone call she had with Ryan that got disconnected. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's the only one in the entire fucking mall. Well, it's her, Ryan, and a janitor. Ryan jump scares her with a blow-up doll. He is going to apparently be her ride home. I don't think they're boyfriend-girlfriend. I think they're just kind of friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, he first needs 15 minutes with the blow-up doll, though. Gonna fuck it. That's gross. He's playing with his boobs and stuff. Yeah. Someone whispers to Ryan, though. That's very spooky. Mm-hmm. So Heather's closing up shop. Books keep falling. People are running in the store. At this point, I'm like, this is going to be a pretty jump scary movie, I think, because we've already had two, neither of which got you. Oh, shit, though. There's a murderer in there. There's blood on the floor and a spilled orange Julius on the floor. Mm-hmm. I love me a good orange Julius. Yeah. It's my second favorite Julius. <laughs> Aww. And there is a very ghost face-like killer. He's a madman with a knife and a full black suit and a white face mask. Mm-hmm. He slices her belly. This is his second crack at her. First crack, he tried to stab her and she blocked it with a book. Mm-hmm. So he kind of thinks she might survive this. Because I, yeah, I thought she would. It's Maya Hawk. Yeah. And she's the most famous person in the movie. Yeah. She tricks him and she smashes him in the face with a lava lamp. Again, I'm like, oh, she's going to get the fuck out of there. Nope. He stabs her in the back and the chest. 
She does unmask the killer, though, and it's Ryan. And immediately a cop blows his brains out. So Ryan's dead. Mm -hmm. But so is she, because she was stabbed in the heart. Also dead. So this is... Yeah, I was like, well, this movie sucks. It's extraordinarily Scream-like, though. They did the exact same thing. Yes, it really was. I felt Scream vibes. So they dressed one of the killers like Ghostface from Scream. They killed the most famous actress in the movie in the first five minutes, just Mm -hmm. like Scream. So I see what's going on here. We see you. This is how it's supposed to be. Like, there's a difference between a ripoff and, like, an homage. And I think this is more an homage. They were trying to set the tone that this is the 90s slasher. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming the next one, I think it's, I don't know if it's 70s or 80s, is going to be that style of horror movie. So the opening credits make Shadyside seem like the fucking worst place in the world. And neighboring Sunnyvale is paradise. Mm Mm-hmm. We get only happy when it rains. This is an amazing soundtrack, if nothing else. At this point in the movie, I'm like, well, at least the music's good. Is that when I looked at you and said, you're loving the soundtrack, aren't you? Not yet. Okay. It's the third song. We've only had two songs. Okay. (laughs) So we meet Dina. She's trying to write a note and watching the news. I'm assuming she's writing the note to Sam. Mm -hmm. We almost meet Josh, her brother. We don't almost meet him. We absolutely meet him. I don't know why I said almost. We totally meet him. He's using AOL Instant Messenger on a dial-up connection. Aww. He's totally into the killings, totally into the lore of the killings. There's apparently a witch. This is the best. She yells at him. She's like, you know how expensive AOL is? It's not expensive at all because you just get those free discs. It's a free disc. Everywhere. renewing it. People wonder why AOL went out of business. That's because they gave the goods away constantly. Mm -hmm. We usually had internet through our phone unless times were a little too tough but we never didn't have internet because those discs were always everywhere Mm -hmm. and you could seemingly just always use them yeah you didn't have to like create a new account or anything you could just use them yeah like 200 free hours yep like fuck yeah i'm gonna be on aol instant messenger so much you were so much Mm -hmm. i met met. i met the love of my life on aol instant messenger her name's carolyn (laughs) Hi. <laughs> this this is the internet I miss though. Like I would spend all day playing subspace slash continuum, chatting on AOL Instant Messenger, and looking up the craziest shit on this website called Totsi T O T S E. It stood for Temple of the Screaming Electron, and it was all like conspiracies and anarchist stuff. That's the internet I miss. The internet now is a fucking corporate wasteland. The corporations went in there, and to be fair, they created the modern world on the internet. Also completely fucking destroyed it, because the internet kind of sucks now, and it was fucking awesome back then. Rich, you're on a tangent. Yeah, I'm sorry, but like, (laughs) he's finding the truth, and he's finding a truth in a way that wasn't damaging to anyone else. Like, when you would look up the conspiracy stuff in the early and late 90s on the internet, you were just like a kook. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You weren't the president, a congressman, like a fucking Supreme Court justice. You're just a fucking weirdo. It's just kind of fun. And there was an innocence to it in the halcyon days of the internet that no longer exists because the internet fucking sucks now. It's a wasteland. It's a hellhole. Says the guy who's addicted to it. 
and who is recording something to put onto the internet. Mm -hmm. I get it that I'm a hypocrite, but it was better. And it's not just it was better like, oh, back in my day, because I fully, I fully submit that, yes, the modern world would not be possible without the internet. It's just there was something charming about the old internet where you could just make up a credit card. You're really sounding like a boomer now. Can you just move on? Okay, they're off to school. Machine Head by Bush. This fucking soundtrack. I think it's odd that there's like this this curse and they're the shady side witches. Yeah. Man, you're really fucking tempting fate. Yeah. That is not okay. And Josh, her brother, is a dork. And he, for some reason, is reciting the Konami code as he walks down the hall. Do you know the Konami code? No. Up, up, down, down, back, forward, back, forward. A, B, start. We got. Uh, I, uh, oh, you're, you're recording right now? We yeah. are recording right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's okay. What it's do okay. you have? Do you know the Konami code? Up, up, down, down, back, forward, back, forward, start. Great. That's going to be in the podcast. Huh. <laughs> so, congrats on your debut. It's kind of a big joke, the murders in the school. I mean, but the kids don't seem to buy it that much, except for Josh. He buys it. Don't buy that people are dying? That the witch is doing it. Oh. They just think their town is shitty. Yeah. We're in a bathroom. A guy, a cheerleader, Dina, a hidden box of drugs, and a ch the cheerleader is the drug dealer. Mm -hmm. So flipping the script from Stranger Things, mm -hmm. where the cheerleader just wants drugs. We get back-to-back, -back, Cypress Hill and then Radiohead on the band bus to a candlelight vigil for the slaying before a football game. This movie is worth it for the soundtrack. Though... I don't like that I'm going to do this. Uh oh. I'm going to do this. All these songs are very mid-90s, right? Mm -hmm. Very good. I love them all. And they tried very hard here. But a few of these songs did come out after 1994. Oops. So they are like, um, the White Zombie song was definitely 95. Um... I think I'm only happy when it rains was probably like 96. Pretty fucking close. But oops. But they came out after 1994. Mm -hmm. I let it slide because the songs were like kind of perfect when they played them. But it came out after 1994. A lot of them. Most of them didn't. Few of them did. Okay. Sunnyvale, by the way, they're the devils. Which, they should be something else. Why are they the devils? I don't know. They're know all, nothing about it. Did they sell their soul to the devil to be so successful? Maybe. I don't fucking know. But this seems like a very just local football rivalry. Mm -hmm. Good old Schmokin versus Mount Carmel. Mm -hmm. That means nothing to anyone. Nope. But me only. I'm the only one here that went to either of those schools. Or you could go with uh, Riverdale. What the fuck? What do you mean, Riverdale? There's the, rival, the rivalry in River. I've Riverdale. never seen a single yeah, episode. Yeah, but lots of, of people have. Well, how could I go with it, though, if I didn't know oh it was a thing? Oh, my God. One of the kids from Riverdale just got arrested for murdering his parents and, like, plotting to murder a politician. I had no idea. Like, one of the children. 
I don't know who he played, because I don't know anything about Riverdale, but he looks like this. Mm -hmm. He murdered his parents and then was planning to kill the Prime Minister of Canada. Wow. So very on brand for this movie. Anyway, we're going on way too many tangents. <laughs> this is going to be 20 hours long. Dina saw a boy and a girl from Sunnyvale being handsy. She has feels. The only reason Dina showed up to this at all, because she quit band, but she put her band uniform on and went anyway, was to give the girl Sam a box of her shit back. Sam moved to Sunnyvale and Dina broke up with her. Dina blames Sam for moving to Sunnyvale, but her parents broke up. Like, they divorced. Right. So, like, it's... What was she supposed to do? Yeah, it's, like, not her fault. Yeah. Peter is her boyfriend. And now Sunnyvale is talking shit about Shadyside, so we got a good old brawl in the football field. This is what high school football is all about, that rivalry. It's what you like to see in young men. <laughs> okay. But that just pumps up Shadyside. Kate is firing up everybody on the bus. I don't know why they're on the bus. I don't know why they got back on the bus. They said we're going to kill Shadyside tonight. Why did they get back on the bus if they're already at the football stadium? Uh, I don't know. That makes little sense to me. But the Sunnyvalers are fucking with the bus and throwing shit from their car, including um, Sam and Peter, her boyfriend. Uh-huh. So Dina throws a fucking cooler Gatorade at the car. She didn't mean to. What'd she mean to do? Just well, throw the she Gatorade? Was, they were thinking about it. She was just thinking about it. She wasn't going to just think about it. And then her nose started bleeding, and she went to wipe her nose and dropped it. Okay, I think she was going to throw it anyway. Right? She was just thinking about it. Okay. She wasn't going to do it. So the car crashes into the forest. The boys are alive, but Sam is crawling around and having visions. We'd later find out why, because mm -hmm. she touched the bones. Mm -hmm. Which were very, very shallow. That's probably not Yeah, that's idea. they should do a better job burying their witches. Yeah. And when when did Ryan have time to touch bones? Why why was he perfectly fine and then he became a killer? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why. Okay. Maybe she just picked him out of a hat. Or maybe he went out there and touched the bones. Maybe he was out there. I don't know if you have to touch the bones. Okay. I think after Ryan, it was probably over. Because he was stopped. I think it happens like every 10 to 15 years. And then once it's over, it's over. Okay. But she touched the bones. You don't get to touch the bones. Everyone survived, though. Everyone is also sticking to their story that it was just an accident. Including the Sunnyvalers. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of whispering in the movie. That's the witch. She's whispering to everyone. Back at Dina's house, Josh and Dina threaten to kill each other. Someone is at the door. She wants Josh to answer, but he's listening to White Zombie instead. And you approve of this? I do. Very much so. Dina calls Sam. Sam's mom? Essentially tells her to fuck off, right? Basically just, fuck off. Don't talk to my daughter. Which is understandable. Yeah. It is? She almost had her fucking killed. Oh. So, someone's at the door. Skeleton Man is across the street. She thinks it's Peter. Logical assumption. Mm -hmm. Reasonable. Dina grabs a knife to take care of Skullface and he bounces. Not reasonable. No. The reasonable is call the cops. Yeah. Right. Reasonable is not go out there with a knife. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a crazy reaction. Yeah, don't do that. And then we bop over to um, Kate and Simon 
who like you would assume are boyfriend and girlfriend. They're not. No, they're not. But you would assume so. What are they? Friends. That's weird. In a movie like this, it's weird that they're not boyfriend and girlfriend. Okay. They're babysitting the Snoop Dogg. Um, and we get broken glass, broken glass. That's the go the skull face guy. He broke in and he started stabbing Simon's shirt because mm-hmm. it had the blood on it, mm-hmm. which we don't know that's a thing right now. So like that's just weird. It's like he's rifling through panties and shit. Mm-hmm. That's weird. That it was weird. I didn't really question it though. I did not either. Not at all. I was like, well, maybe he thought he was on the couch. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he thought he was wearing the shirt on the couch or something. Maybe it was on the pillows in a way that he thought he was actually stabbing. Yeah, I person. didn't even think about it. No, I I I thought I thought it was weird, but then I was like, okay, whatever. They also think it's Peter though. Mm-hmm. It ain't Peter. Well, he was Peter was wearing that mask in the car when they crashed. Right. That's why That's she why. said. That's why. Yeah. You got the rest of the costume, I see, or something mm-hmm. like that. So Kate drops the kids at a neighbor's and goes to Dina's. That's a that's a responsible move. Mm-hmm. And they decide they're going to go to the ER to talk to Sam. That's not a responsible move. That's an irresponsible move. They, Shadiest ER ever. Yeah, they have an in somehow. Kate has an in with one of the nurses called Nurse Betty, B-E-D-D-Y. That is not what you want your nurse's name to be. No. Nurse Betty whacked out of his fucking mind too yeah not in the best mental state but it was very dim and dark in there and there was one receptionist like that is not how er's Mm-mm. look Mm-mm. and i doubt most of them have a nurse betty no <laughs> so they go to confront sam and they're arguing and they're arguing and peter i think yeah he just walks right out gets stabbed in the room so he's not the killer yeah, well, she was trying to tell her that he's been here all night, and then he walks out, and she's like, oh, there he is. And yeah. he's like, yeah, well, he's been here, and they were arguing, and then he got yeah. stabbed through the curtain. Yeah. So he goes down. Betty goes down. You said the receptionist goes down? Wait, the, Betty's not down yet. Betty's not down? Well, they- They are running away. Yeah, they're running away. And then they're hiding, and then he kills the- Betty. Betty, and he sees them, and they get in the ambulance, and they drive away. Who's the third person killed in there, though? The receptionist, when they were hiding, remember they, they put, she put her hands down and she saw that she was covered uh, in blood and they look over and the receptionist is over there with her throat cut. I see. So why did they, he killed them? I think he probably killed Betty because Betty was in the way. I think he will kill you if you're in the way, if you're actively trying to stop him. Okay. But yeah, he probably shouldn't have killed Betty. Probably should just kept going. So there were seven deaths in this movie, no boobs, rated R, 107 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And I'm almost positive on the seven deaths. I didn't count her dying because she came back. Okay. And one jump scare. Back. One jump scare only, and it was late. And this, we find out Ryan is still the killer, despite a prominent bullet hole in his forehead. Mm-hmm. So everything's weird right now. Yeah, I don't know what's going They've on. They've explained nothing point. yet. Yeah. They will, though. They tie it up nicely. The kids steal an ambulance and escape. And they keep the ambulance the entire movie. Mm-hmm. No one is concerned about this missing ambulance. Except they're hiding in plain sight. Yes, no it one's works. concerned about this missing ambulance at all. They take it right to the police station, where they're explaining what happened to Sheriff Good. 
who is not that good. No. He's and very, he doesn't believe them. He's pretty mediocre, if you ask me. <laughs> he's Sheriff Mediocre. Yeah. He's Sheriff Mid. Isn't that good? Mid? He's Mid? Is that what the kids are saying? Sure. Sheriff Mid. Rightfully, though, the police do not believe them because that is an insane thing to tell anyone. Because he's dead. Yeah. Um, they're making jokes, which is typical horror movie shit. Please don't believe you, and I'm going to fucking chastise you. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Belittle you, bully you. Like gonna, your dad did to you. Yeah. Or like those kids did when to fucking aunt. it at the end of It Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. They just which bullied we him. Watch, we watch It Chapter 2. Sucks. Horrendous movie. Yeah. Brutal. The first one, awesome. The casting for the second one, awesome. Everything else about the second one, horrible movie. Worst CG possible for a movie that was made after 2010. or twenty. Yeah, that's what I said, 2010. So many tangents. Holy fuck. But the hospital does call. So I'm sure he'll find a way to say it was them and not Ryan. That's what I was assuming. Mm-hmm. He's going to blame it on them, which in the end kind of does. Yeah. Dina attacks the cop and I knew what she was doing. I fucking saw it coming from a mile away. She was stealing his gun. Because mm-hmm. that cop is a dopey idiot. Shit cop. Small town dipshit cop. Mediocre. Yeah, he's mid too. He's less than mid. Simon finds a girl singing in the street. He's super horny all the time. So if he sees a girl, he's going to go over there. Uh, she cuts his leg. And that's because he will find out is wearing the shirt with Sam's blood on it. Mm-hmm. He's being attacked in the street and Dina shoots that bitch. Pow, pow. She sat back up, though. Yeah. But Simon survives. Yeah. I feel bad for Simon in this movie. Let me tell you. He's the only one that didn't get laid. And he goes through. He did get laid. He fucked himself. He's arguably the only one that came. Why why do you think that? Because Kate said Josh barely got the first base, which is believable because he's so nervous. Yeah. And um, Dina and Sam, they They were interrupted. They were interrupted. They were unbuttoning pants, though. They were going to. Go all the way. It was a hot scene. It's pretty good. Anyway, Josh knows he's fucking onto it all. This is what he's been preparing for his whole life on internet forums and AOL Instant Messenger. He knows exactly who's doing this. There's a pattern, hence the other movies. This man goes all the way back to like 1900, though. And there's only three movies, which is why I'm like, are there going to be more movies? I bet there's going to be more movies. At least it's brought Dina and Sam back together, though. Mm -hmm. That's good. They belong together. Anyway, it all actually goes back to the 1600s, a witch. Her name is Sarah Fear. Yep. So the logical thing to do in this circumstance is go to the woods. That's what I would do. So you're telling me this witch's bones have been there shallow since the 1600s. By shallow, we're talking... They were laying on top of the earth. Yeah, like, we're talking three inches below the dirt. Like, you could trip over them. Yeah. And it wasn't even, like, dirt. It was, like, heather or something. Yeah, it was, like, leaves. Yeah. It was, like, if you raked your leaves and threw some bones under it. Yeah. You'd be able to touch them pretty easily. From the 1600s, get a life. But maybe they made their way up over time. 
That's not what happens. Well, they were on a chain. Why were they on a chain? I don't know, but they were bones. They weren't on a chain anymore. Well, the head was on a chain. It was near the chain. You can't keep a chain around the the head. I guess. (laughs) They found a chain. They found a skull. It's Fear's grave. Sam disturbed the grave after the accident. Now she's sending all those maniacs after them. Mm Mm-hmm. And because her blood touched it, that's what they're after. Yeah. Her blood. And her nose started bleeding again. Yes. So they do try to do the polite thing and rebury the bones to make amends. Mm-hmm. Which they arguably buried them deeper. Yes. In this a letterman like jacket. six inches instead of three. And it's also when Sam finds out if she touches the bones with her blood, she has those visions. Yeah. And the screaming, it's you! Ah! They get him buried. They apologize. It doesn't work. The axe dude is after him, and they narrowly escape in the ambulance. Mm-hmm. And this is also when you find out that they're only he's they're only after her, because he runs right past Josh. Yep. So you go. We go back to the ER. They don't. They can't go back to the ER because they have a stolen ambulance. Mm-hmm. Cop is just wandering around afterwards, and he finds a necklace from the earlier knife attack. I thought this was going to have, like, importance, but it doesn't. He doesn't do anything with it. No. He just writes that little note to that lady. I'm assuming it's that lady from the end and puts it in her fucking mail slot. It's happening again. Yeah. But does he know that because of the necklace? Like, I have no idea. There's really no point to that. It's almost like the crazy person in It Chapter 2 served no purpose Mm -hmm. and could have been completely cut out of the movie. I would think maybe all, they'll explain it in the second movie. I would think all these unsolved murders would be enough evidence to be like, "Oh fuck, here we go again." Mm-hmm. So the kids are at the school now, digging through the lost and found, so they can decontaminate. They're going to clean up, change their clothes. They can't have any Sam blood on them. Sam and Dina change together. Simon is all alone. Josh and Kate change together. Sam, kind of professing her love for Dina, pulls her in by the belt loops, sexy music starts playing, and we cut to Simon dancing alone in his tidy whities Then we cut to Josh in the stall with Kate, nervous as a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Sam and Dina making out. They're unbuttoning pants. They get cut off by a noise. Glitterference. Yep. Josh and Kate at least kissed. We don't see it. They talk about it. And Simon did his own thing. Yeah, he said, did everybody go to Pound Town? And they're like, everybody but you. He's like, I went to Pound Town too. That means he jerked off. Yeah. It was fucking gross. And then Prodigy plays. That song definitely came out after 1994 Firestarter, but it fits so well. Because the kids are setting up like a little home alone, a little mini home alone mm-hmm. with a lot of a lot of blood. Because they mopped that blood all through the school. Yeah, it looks like they mixed it with water or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know how, how did much they get so much of her blood. Dilution is too much dilution, but they had to be pushing the fucking limits. Because it was a long line of blood. Honestly, it didn't look diluted at all. It was very red. Like it, it, it would have had to be all her blood. So, I'll cut you some slack, but again, I'm on you. The killers have arrived. 
Simon sees the girl. He still thinks she's hot, even though she's crazy. He's so into that fucking monster. Mm-hmm. The one singing. Yeah. He's yeah. so into her. And there, we pause it at this point for some reason, and there, there are 40 minutes left in the movie. Movie, drug a little bit. Could have been shorter. Yeah. Not terribly, but little tiny Yeah, I was starting to feel it around here. Little tiny bit. Anyway, the school. They're following the blood. It is working. All three of them went in the bathroom, and the kids lit them on fucking fire and blew them up. And it seemed to work. They go in a bathroom. It is fucked up in there. There is like... Black slime everywhere. Yeah, black fucking goo all over the place. It is disgusting. Bad news, though. They're reassembling themselves like the fucking T-1000 in Terminator 2. Yep. Kate just wants to kill Sam. And Josh is like, yeah, I kind of do too. But that's mostly because he wants to fuck Kate. So he can't be trusted to um, think clearly. They all want to kill Kate, except for... Dana. Obviously. The girlfriend. Wait, Kate? You mean Sam? I mean, yeah, Sam. They all want to kill Sam, except for Dina. Right. This shit only happens in shady side, though, so why don't they just go to Sunnyvale? I wonder if you could get, like... It seems like it only happens in Shady Side. I don't. I don't know. They could have po- possibly just left. Sam agrees with them, though. She's gonna sacrifice herself. Like the people at it could have just left Derry. Yes, they could have never come back. But at least in theory, they were coming back to save future generations. These they, these guys are just trying to save. Yeah. Sam. So they decide they're gonna sacrifice Sam. Well, no, Sam decided for herself. Yes. Dina is furious with the plan, but Josh has an epiphany, so they save her quick. Mm -hmm. And that's when we find out that C. Berman saw the witch, just like Sam, but she died first. She survived by dying. Mm -hmm. Counterintuitive. They brought her back. Yeah. So the new plan is they kill her and bring her back to life, which seems sketchy and risky, but it's better than getting killed by one of those fucking things. Sheriff's out and about some house. This is where he drops the note off saying it's happening again. This this fucking guy. You know what pisses me off about him? Like, he knew this was a thing. And he was still fucking, like, making jokes. Mm-hmm. That ain't cool. Denying their he truth. He knew enough to go to the girl and tell her it's happening again, but still acted like they didn't. He, he didn't have to be a dickhead about it. Yeah. He could have helped them. Like, try to protect them or something. Yeah. She's going to overdose, then get shot with a bunch of EpiPens. I don't know if this even works, so I'm not sure. I, I don't know what she was giving, making her swallow, but yeah. Yeah, I'm not That's sure this very, actually, very risky. Yeah, I'm not sure this actually works. Just a bunch of fucking EpiPens. And they had access to so many drugs. Like, you'd think they would be able to figure out a better, quicker, straightforward way. I honestly think the straightforward way they figured out was the best one. Yeah. But, like, they also have the ambulance, so maybe they'd have those paddles in there. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think there are some options. So Sam and Dina have a nice moment before they before they go to kill Sam. Dina promises to bring her back and take her on a date, which is nice. Listen to the pixies. Everyone else has Sam's blood on them. They're protecting the store. Honestly, I would have just done, if, if this is the plan, I would have just done this in the ambulance and drove the fuck around. Not... Locked myself in a store. Yeah. I'd have taken all that shit, 
put in the fucking ambulance and just drove around. Yeah, just killed her in, in the, the ambulance. Brought her back in the ambulance with the nice. defibrillator. Yeah, the defibrillator, the epipens. You have mm-hmm. all that at your disposal. And the siren, you could take her straight to the ER if it wasn't working. The ERs maybe a different ER. The ERs probably not the place <laughs> maybe, to go. Maybe in the other <laughs> town. So Sam is very high. She's currently feeling like she's being quote fucked, fucked by, by unicorns. unicorns. Which got to be awesome. Maybe. I don't know. It honestly doesn't sound great. Because you have to imagine a unicorn has a horse's dick. And people have been killed by getting fucked by horses. So, I don't know. Getting fucked by a unicorn might suck. Getting fucked by a female unicorn doesn't suck. No. Getting fucked by a unicorn with a horn like a fucking <laughs> narwhal sucks. Has to suck. The other one, Awesome. Simon hears his crush singing, of course. Josh draws the attention of the Axeman. And Skeletor rushes Dina. But they're saved by Kate with a hairspray torch. Did you ever do that? No, I've never done that. It's cool. Don't do it, children. Instead of painting the blood on me, I would have probably went with something removable. So if I did get in a ton of trouble, I could just throw it. That's a good idea. That's a good thought. Like... Her blood on something. Give me a bottle of your blood. Or even just a piece of your shirt that has yeah. your blood on it. Or the the wrapping An of her... An armband. Anything else. Yeah. A piece of gauze. So that if like I up. am in trouble, I can just drop the blood. And yeah. then they stop. Putting the blood on you, bad idea. Yeah. You're very smart. You need to be able to remove that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Dina realizes the plan's going to shit. So she's just going to drown Sam. This should this is what I probably just would have done first because you can definitely come back from drowning. Like this is a thing that happens regularly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can come back from overdoses too, especially now with um whatever the what's it called the Narcan. Narcan. But maybe not in the 90s, it wasn't so common, I don't think, especially when you don't know what you're taking. And it's not just epi. Like I don't know what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if adrenaline would be enough. Uh, yeah, I think. And so they gave her all those pills and then drowned her. Like, mm, you're pushing you, it. You did, yeah, you're really you did fucking, both. You're really fucking towing the line. Yeah. Simon stabs his girl. Now it's Josh's turn to quote man up. Kate stabbed in the belly and then as her head sliced like bread. Very, very gross. That was really bad. It, this movie wasn't terribly gory. Like, that was the goriest. That was the goriest, and yeah. it was pretty fucking gory and gnarly and cool. And right afterwards is when I got my jump scare. Yep. Simon gets an axe to the head, so they're both dead. They're both very dead. Sam dies, and the killers disappear. If she would have died a minute sooner, they'd both be alive. Yeah. She was really hanging on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She really didn't want to go. So Josh and Dina make it for sure. I don't mind most of the cast dying in a horror movie, but I don't love 40% of them dying in the last 15 minutes. Yeah. I don't think they had to die at all. Like, it like didn't... she could have got stabbed, but then lived through it. Right. Not her head sliced. It's like it's too close to the finish line, and it also makes what is supposed to be a happy-ish ending not that happy. Yeah. So she's sitting there just stabbing her with Epi after her heart is already stopped. So yeah. um, 
not very effective and no. i'm sitting here screaming at her to do cpr <laughs> which she eventually does yeah. that should have been the first move yeah you might not even need the epi pens right because you, you just do drown. cpr yeah kate is alive though but two people had to die for that to happen yes so like i don't know that's not the greatest ending and if they just done your plan where they could have just thrown the blood somewhere yeah they would have both survived too Bottle of blood. Bottle of blood because then, you know, like, if you put, like, an armband of blood on, some of that blood might rub off on you or something like that. Closed bottle of blood is the way to go. Just fucking run around with it. Throw that shit around. They'll chase the bottle. Like, when you throw rocks up in the air when bats are out, the bats will chase the rocks. Mm -hmm. the, the fucking ghouls here, they'd chase the bottle probably. That's the move. But like I said... Killing them off in this movie added nothing to it. It just kind of disappointed me. I was like, well, fuck. Yeah, I kind of like both of them. Neither of them had to die. It sucks for Josh, the only girl that fucking likes him. Yep. It's hard to be happy for Sam and Dina because two other people had to die. And they both were like, we should kill her and then we'll all be good. Mm -hmm. And they were right at this point. Like Kate was fucking absolutely right because now she's fucking dead. She tra we traded two lives for one. They do have their story down, and the cops are just going to try to pin it on Simon and Kate. Just chalking it up to two poor kids chasing easy cash instead of getting to the bottom of the crime. Typical American police work. Just got to blame this shit on someone. Another thing that I don't know added anything to the movie was Josh throwing the paperclip to the guy in handcuffs. That's just been, like, in jail the whole time, talking shit. Well, he gave him the paperclip so he could pick the lock of his handcuffs, and then he gave him a card saying he owes him, so I'm guessing that's going to come back in a different movie. I hope so, because otherwise it was just it's dumb. It's gonna. It better. Sam does kiss Dina in front of her mom. Let's go. So Sam does love Dina, mm -hmm. and Dina does love Sam. And Dina made Sam a mixtape. Aw. It's Hey by the Pixies. Pixies are awesome. And someone's at the door. But it's just pizza. Then the phone rings. It's C. Berman. The only survivor. It's apparently not over. Samantha's name has been added to the list of killers, and she just stabbed Dina while Josh listens to Soundgarden. Dina is a fighter, though. She tied Sam up with the phone cord. Mm -hmm. The long-ass phone cord. Pretty fucking impressive. And then... She said Sam's not feeling herself. <laughs> no. No, she doesn't look herself either. No. We get to be continued, immediately followed by a preview of the next movie. Mm -hmm. And then we roll credits. So that was that was the the rare pre credit scene. Usually you get like a mid credit scene or a post credit scene with like little shit like that. They they're like, We're gonna do it right before the credits. <laughs> kind of odd choice, but all right. Yeah, I've never seen that before. <laughs> Did you like it? I liked it. Yeah, it was fine. It was very cliched. Yep. But that that was the point. It was cliched. It was you could pretty much guess what was going to happen it was predictable um i didn't like a you said i didn't like that they killed so many of the characters 
even if they would have killed them, like if they would have killed Simon when he first met that girl, I'd have been all right with it. Like when they kill them. If one of them had to die in that last scene, it should have been just Simon. Yes. I don't like that they killed Kate. I like that they killed Kate far less than I mind that they killed Simon. Mm -hmm. Simon probably could have went and it would have been fine. Kate, no. Because she was like the coolest character too. Yeah, I, I I don't like the. Why did they have to do both? And why wait till the end? Kill him and drib, yeah, it was drabs the throughout last the movie. Ten minutes. It's yeah, I don't like that. And maybe they had to. Maybe we'll find out why they couldn't be in the next movies or something. But I don't like that they killed them. But yeah, it's cliched. But it's supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be the prototypical '90s slasher movie. Mm-hmm. And I'd expect the other two movies to be whatever era they're from like the next one is clearly at camp so i definitely expect it to be like a friday the 13th ripoff and i do like it enough that i'm interested to see the next one and if i like that one enough i'll watch the third one you know you're gonna watch all of them oh my god we might do all of them on the podcast in a row fear street was not released in theaters although it was scheduled to be before covid hit so no clue if this was profitable or not, because there's no real numbers on it. It has an 84% critic score and a 62% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. I'd probably put it somewhere in the middle, maybe slightly closer to the critic score than the audience score. Mid 70s seems fair to me. This is a 75, 76 on a test. I gave it a 3.5 on Letterbox. So where do you rank it? I'm gonna put it number two. Number two? And what's number one? The Lost Boys. You love the Lost Boys. You do. I did not ever say I love the Lost Boys. Oh my god, you fucking love the Lost Boys. <sighs> they found their way in the Earhart. Lost there no more. I didn't like boys. No. Just you. Eh. Do you have anything else to add to the podcast? Nah. There's like a fireworks show starting outside. Yeah, it's so not good. It's going to start getting the pretty fucking barking annoying. about it. Yeah, it's not great. Then I guess, say goodbye, Carolyn. Goodbye, Carolyn.